To Unplugged, the Mill Usman podcast, your stable for authentic information and unbridled fun. And now, your host. This is Grandmaster Mo. Welcome to Unplugged, the Most Man Podcast, episode 20. Hey, wow. Final episode in the bag. Yeah, final episode for season one, not the end of the whole podcast. Uh, meanwhile, make sure you stay tuned because I'll be making an announcement soon as regards Donkey of the Week. I've been collating votes on all my social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, Instagram, all of it. So, yeah, you'll be getting details about that in a bit. But before... I digress too much. On the final episode today, I have my brother on, <laughs> Adamu Usman Uba, architect, project manager, LED Studios. You can check him out on Instagram. He has amazing designs. Go check it out. And yeah, he he just he started something brand new with a colleague, and I just thought, you know what? He's in town for Salah. I'd already been planning this from episode one because, I mean, I see lots of buildings here in Kano and there are some questions that I have about the buildings. Why do they look the way they do? Why do they deteriorate the way they do? How fast they do? What is the big deal? How much should have been expended to make sure that something like that does not happen, you know? And our bridges, you know, we love bridges here in Kano, right? So (laughs) we're going to talk about that too. Welcome to the show, bruv. Hi everyone, my name is Adam. I already introduced you, bro. Okay. <laughs> so what's good now? What's going on? Nothing much. How have you enjoyed Kano? Mm, same old, same old. Abby? Crazy town. Just the Lagos of the north. Abby? So, yeah. As far as the fast-paced, business-oriented, and the craziness on the roads. Yeah, especially the roads. And everywhere. I, 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 I saw that you got your, you know, badge of honor to show that you actually came to Kano. <laughs> Double self. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you can get bashed his car. So, yeah, as he heads back to Abuja, like, everyone will know that he's been to Kano. Big ups, Keke guys in Kano. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the crux of the matter, yeah? Now, you've worked on so many buildings, a lot of buildings. I believe our project management thing we started together and then i left it yeah and you continued sokoto. yeah sokoto it was that's like 2016 yeah 15? 2016 16 yeah we started from 2015 december and then we were done in 2016 march i think yeah yeah and i never went back to it and he continued i mean he studied architecture so it was only natural and me and this microphone i don't know when we're going to be separated but here we are so how has the journey been? How has the journey been? Oh, um, since then, after that period, you know, that period I was supposed to go back to to IT. Okay. And then from IT and I went back to school to finish my finals. But it's been good, honestly. God has been good. All right, dope. Yeah. Now con- let's look at the buildings. Yeah, are they like? Is there like a significant difference? as far as buildings are concerned in the different places that you've been in the north i know you've been to multiple states more than i have and i'm the older one like yo you're mm. a traveler <laughs> it depends you know like in the north here or like lagos where in a lot of areas you kind of find um 
different types of or different forms of buildings but in the north here there are specific areas where you go to you see rural structures the settlements very you know clustered and then you go to some places you see very modern structures and so on and so forth like it's very planned okay yeah it's it's very well planned especially in abuja the settlements from the central areas where you have multiple storied buildings and all that and you have outskirts where you have all the bungalows you know suburbs and all that yeah but here the type of architecture especially uh material based okay mostly here i i guess from what i've seen so far and places i've been they're trying to evolve from the mud housing okay but if you're talking about majority of what they have here is still the ancient form of or traditional form of buildings just trying to modernize it even places like say nasara jare yes because even you said mud yes there are so many parts of nasara jare in the like back of it yeah scattered around wow yes never seen those just walk around hmm. towards the back okay yeah all right so I, there is a significant difference yes all right so are there, are there a few you know what are mysteries or are they you know just in my head or in people's heads the way the buildings are because for a lot of people that haven't seen multiple buildings they're like mm, this is how a building is supposed to look like this is normal with a building so let's talk about some of them now i before then i understand that you are more on the construction end of the architecture yes and some people do design yes is that based on strength or is it, is it yes yes surely but um i'd like to think i'm a good designer too okay i just have a partner that is actually better than i am uh-huh. with designs okay but uh i was top of my or part of the <laughs> the guys that were top of the class when it comes to design too okay. so i just chose the construction because mostly you find only big companies actualizing you know fancy designs you don't find small guys actualizing fancy designs or up-to-date designs so that was that was a bit of a knack and i based my interest on just actualizing what you have on designs hmm. you know all right cool so now back to the main questions now there, there are some things i see in buildings say for instance here now that's the rainy season yeah it's like everybody's house in Kano. When it rains, I'm tempted to say when it rains, it pours. <laughs> <laughs> when it rains in Kano, you find that the walls just above the floor um, to say your knee length looks wet. In some instances, the walls are peeling off. Is that, is that normal? Is that like a normal thing? No. Is it because of the, the, the amount of rain we get here? No, no, it's not. Actually, it's everywhere. It cuts across everywhere in this country okay. because of um, poor construction processes. It's, it starts with the foundation. You oh. know, your building starts with, even from the design table, you know, there are specifications that an architect is supposed to, you know, give. That's why it's never good to make designs and you don't go to you know survey the area check it because it starts from surveying the, the plot mm. do you understand then 
from the height that you choose, the type of foundation, how you implement those foundations, because there are ways to prevent moisture from creeping in between blocks. You okay. just they call they call the material felt. You felt the block holes after you've 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 built your block walls from the foundation, and then once you cover your your whole bl uh, foundation block wall, you put um, a material called downproof membrane. Okay. Mostly people just put nylon. There's a difference, people. <laughs> There's a difference. Okay. You know, most guys, you know, they call themselves engineers, engineers. They convince you that, ah, allegedly you can do this with so, so, so amount of money and they end up giving you, you know, inferior um, quality stuff. And you don't know. You just want something that would work with your budget and that doesn't fly at the end of the day you end up spending more money trying to control those type of problems but if you just follow these stages you know the type of foundations you choose how high it is and then felting of those block holes and also downproof membrane and is it expensive to downproof membrane because it is not up for nylons as against it, it is not but compare comparing it with nylons it is actually okay. but when you're thinking about your maintenance just doing the right things do you understand that's that's just basic building you don't you don't it's not extravagant it's not it's not it's just basic there are basic stuff you do when building and that's just one of them okay yeah now there's also this i noticed about buildings i'm talking about the cracks on the wall because it's like anybody's house you go to these days there's a crack on a wall some houses might stay five years some maybe seven years old or 10 years old or 15 years old but there's definitely going to be a crack on a wall does that have to do with the foundation as well yeah as you guys crack <coughs> there's there's <laughs> actually lots of study for that and basically you find cracks in you know substandard buildings easily but you can find some very well placed structures still having cracks and most times yeah, it's it's like i said it's complex there are a lot of reasons maybe the ground shifts or type of soil that is there or the fact that the soil wasn't compacted properly you know and so on and so forth like i said it's complex okay. but basically when you go to substandard buildings it's easier to find those things there because from the foundation the compacting of the soil the plastering you know they don't even gauge the type of you know mixture ratio they use the type of sand they use the type of cement the type of paint all contributes it's very complex honestly mm -hmm. so it's best you cover your angles by using someone that understands that he doesn't need to compromise as regards you know these little things i, f I featured now and hopefully you don't get cracks and once you do that you you need to take you know very fast precautions and, okay. and try and solve it mostly you crack we crack those places and remesh and there's just so much maintenance that goes into cracks okay and if there's a span that is more than a certain limit you you introduce expansion joints to reduce the likelihood of cracks okay yeah all right now there's also this i noticed a, a few a few weeks ago someone tweeted about um the storm in meduguri i know you've stayed in meduguri for a while like, yes i don't know you know did you notice this bit that people do with their buildings they put blocks 
on the roofs because of how hard the storms are when it's rainy season it blows it off is there anything that can be done to you know manage the aesthetic of buildings instead of putting blocks or putting cement on the roofing yeah ideally like i said earlier most buildings here in Kano they evolved from you know the traditional form or modes of you know buildings mm. and like the kinds of structures that were placed example in the old olden days now egypt yeah. and all that they took a whole lot of study on weather and you know a lot mm. earthquakes and and the likes yeah so also the african traditional modes of buildings yeah they are meant for africa like african weather and all but we mostly ad adopt western ways of building mm. And hence we adopted the whole exposing of our roof and yeah. all those things so those things are not for the kind of weather we have here mm. that's what happens to to the buildings when there's a storm your 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 roof your whole roof pulls out mm -hmm. at the end of the day you know damage control you see people putting blocks some even go and put rocks on their roof wow yeah but those those they, they they just try to adopt other people's mode of um designs okay because yeah. now, now that you say that and um, it takes me to this um tweet i saw from iowa fact zone um it's stated with some pictures um of uh, i think i'm showing you the pictures now yeah of some old yeah this is this is called uh, they said the concept of zauri is gradually disappearing in cities and urban areas and then they made a post to pictures you can yeah. go check it out yeah, this is Hausa traditional architecture. Yeah. Like I said, you know, our traditional architecture is better than what we have right now. What we have, because what we have right now just was just adopted. If only we could evolve from this, you know, type of architecture. That's why you see cities like Morocco. Yeah, Marrakesh. Yeah, very, very nice. Very, very nice. And it's rich. You know, your interior, you could use whatever modern stuff you want and... But the exterior in the north here, it's better you, you, you stick to the traditional mode of building. And that's why people misunderstand the need for using an architect that understands his craft. You should be able to have conversations, just like when you go to see a doctor, you know, he tells you what you possibly have, not what you feel you have. Not that you hire someone and then you tell him this, I want to make my building look, look like this. That's what, that's what most people do, you know. But if you get someone that understands his craft, he's going to educate you and make you realize you need to trust that he understands what he needs to do yeah. in that way you know we'll create more better and advanced cities that are original because we're just we're basically copycats you know this yeah yeah i so, mean look at our constitution there's exactly a, <laughs> there's a bit of everywhere in it exactly so that's just that's just what i feel and that's why i like i said i love the fact that i began my journey in this field by actualizing designs yeah yeah, because I'm honestly trying to force this culture. Mm. You know, let's let's try to trust whoever we're using, have conversations, proper conversations, mm. have inputs in whatever you have, and make sure majority of those things that you you eventually come up with is from the architect, the professional. Now, behind the scenes, we've had conversations where we've had conversations where you shared how <laughs> some clients can just be unbelievable like they they hear from you get your designs and then they go and get the normal air quotes now engineer 
to come and take it over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How does true. that make you feel? Or is it is it a case of you know what you wanted my designs, you've paid for it, so go ahead and do what you want. You know, a lot of times when we deal with when we have businesses with people, they just mostly like verbal conversations. You know, verbal agreements. Mm. We we don't like signing contracts. We don't like pen and paper. And mostly when you get offers like that, you don't want to scare them by telling them you need to sign contracts for I do stuff. So when you come up with like a concept now, a concept design, you you put in a whole lot of thoughts in the concept design because you think of a lot before you come up with a concept. And at the end of the day, that's like the blueprint of the whole structure of whatever is going to happen. And most people once they get that because you, you find architects even while, while we were in school in a class of 40 50 60 people maybe like 10 people are just sound with design others are just there to you know get good grades and leave that place and get their certificates so it's like that you you find i'm not saying the whole architects in nigeria are the same or they are good or they are equal no you find people that don't really know how to begin you know, there are a lot of them out there. They don't know how to begin. And most clients know this. So once they get you, they want you to get something done first. And if you can get them that concept, you know, visualizing that concept and just begin. Mm-hmm. Most times they, they can just now, you know, go show it. And those documents are meant to be very private. Just like, like I said, I use the doctors as an example. You don't go show your test results. To, to someone out there do you understand yeah exactly so if if we if we can just like how you want your professional to act professionally you as the client too, you need to act professionally but we don't we don't adopt the culture of you know for young guys like me and people that haven't had much experience you can't just go about suing people mm. you know but this happens it happens a lot wow that's sad Maybe some of them would, would have a change of heart after listening to this. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. That's how we're doing it. Hopefully. All right. So I, I wanted us to talk about, because uh, I think you may want to leave now, but let's let's quickly talk about some of the structures here in Kano. Now, we love bridges in Kano, bro. We love, yeah, we love I, a lot of bridges in I Kano. Noticed, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I now noticed. Let, let's, let's start with this federal, this one on the federal road. Yeah. Zaria Road, uh, close to Aminu Kano Teaching Hospital. Yeah. Now, there's the thing with this bridge. It scares me a lot. I try to avoid it as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. Because it goes up. It looks and, funny. Yeah, and then it sharply comes down like an A shape, like a capital letter A shape at the top. That's how it is. And it's sharp and it's like there's a little bit of space you know, there. What do you think happened there? I feel, I honestly feel all the bridges in Kano were executed with maybe like 50 60 years type of construction method Whoa. because i see no reason why in this modern day and time you know you have bridges that have like uh, the breadth the width the space that yeah. you know vehicles pass it's just less than it's even less than seven meters on one lane it's so small it's so tiny and that's bad yeah that's bad that's that's not up to required space for that kind of you know pathway because the major road if you check it the major road the major roads are wider than the bridges do you understand and those roads are just basic um two lanes some of them three lanes but most of them are two lanes and they're still wider than the bridges and i noticed the columns 
it's just so much it shows that they weren't innovative enough they weren't calculative enough because in engineering you know engineering that's why engineers need you know designers too because you don't push yourself to the limits more most often than not mm. something has to test you to push yourself to the limit and that's why engineers need to work with designers and architects do you understand yeah so i noticed all those columns obstructing parts which, like, which bridge are you talking about now I'm talking about that bridge on is it hadeja road like stretched to oh like the sabungari bridge yes the, that's the one on the bank road. yes yeah. yes okay i'm talking about that we're very proud of that bridge in this town though. we're very, very <laughs> proud of that bridge bro. i know i saw Yo. i saw designs on the bridge like paintings and all and I, I saw lights i think they they should have focused more on the bridge itself than commissioning people to do painting on bridges and designs. You know, why are you taking shots out of town bro <laughs> no but really i i i commend whoever is responsible for the construction of those things but i still feel like we should if as the as the saying goes you know what's doing what's what doing is what, what doing well. yeah thank you very much so for that bridge or the rest of the bridges i just feel they are poorly you know built how about this our dope underpass that's being constructed at zoo road same thing same thing come on poorly built come on poorly executed have you seen have you seen the, the idea shots? the have idea you seen the is great <laughs> yes it looks really pretty on pictures yes the ideas are great not but just the execution the measurements very funny they are so slim come on now go to this and funny enough what kills me in this country is this this these are leaders <laughs> they travel a lot they go to europe you go to ancient cities you go to you know those places that they didn't use any form of mechanism to build the cities they used the traditional chisel hammer you know sculptures you know those those things and it's it's stood the taste of time but here you see modern day 2000 and 2000 and the structures are still very poorly built come on that's that is i won't lie i can't lie <laughs> i wasn't impressed but on 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 the pictures that you see on the internet it looks great but using it as a user actually i'm i'm actually um, exposed to bridges i yeah. grew up in lagos and, yep. and up till now i still go back there it's not like i grew up and left there forever i still go back there i was there last year bro even if so, you've left forever we lived too long in lagos exactly to, to exactly and, like, and over there this those bridges that they built how many years ago now i'm not even talking about the new ones that they are building now they are way better than this ones here way way better you can't even compare and still those ones are in need of renovation so what do you think will happen to these ones after like 20 years so basically our bridges need space on the lanes that's not adequate enough it's not adequate enough and i'm, I'm not a bridge expert or specialist but i know the fundamentals of structures you know you don't have that much beams exposed and tell me you don't you don't you need all that columns you know the columns that are obstructing the paths the roads the actual roads there are columns everywhere i think the the, yeah. the one with columns on the road 
is the one that um, that's yeah that's the Sabungari Bridge that's I feel, connected to. I still feel if I if I do a deep Airport study, Road. I feel if I do a deep study on all the bridges, I'll find lots of flaws. That's how I feel because when we were in school, we we're taught fundamentals. You understand, yeah. and you find out in your early days, a lecturer just walks to your design and condemns it immediately. They don't feel the need to even scrutinize it further, and it just goes to show now how they felt when they were trying to, you know, teach us. Now, if I see something, I don't need to really take deep look into it. You know, once you see it, you, you really know because when something lacks fundamentals, you know. Mm. Like I said earlier, the, the, the bridge is just, it feels like they use methods that are dated very, very way back. Okay. And that's, not, that's not acceptable. With the kind of funding, I'm sure that's not acceptable. I've handled, I've been opportune to handle some funny projects that deal with, you know, federal government. And I know they provide enough funding for these things. That's not acceptable. That, that's not even federal. That's state. I, I know it's it's almost the same. You know, the federal system of budgets passes on to the state yeah. and all that. They provide enough funding for these things. Mm. So it's not a lack of funding thing. It's not a lack of funding thing. It's just the execution. Whoever they gave to do that, for some reason or or the other, we, I feel like we all know these reasons, but for some reason or the other, <laughs> I don't know who these reasons okay. you're talking about. <laughs> The reasons, you know, you just pass contracts to people you know, not people that are competent. And if you're talking about competence and you want to promote yours, there are some areas where you need to start from, start with. Like, we all know that most of the construction companies are very huge. You get, like, huge construction companies before they get to work with the government or they are partly... You know, owned by some of the politicians or political elites or or old money people Whoa. before they get they get contracts mm. or they now get the contracts and then they sell it to someone that is going to execute it in a very very you you, you know these things. Ah, Adam, <laughs> you are busting a lot. I'm shaking a lot of tables. I'm actually not even referring to Mo. I'm I'm referring to the audience. <laughs> we <laughs> know right. these things. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'd like for us to talk about a lot of things, but um, you need to go. I know for certain. Yeah. But um, thank you very much. I appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thank Hopefully you very on, much. Hopefully on season two, we we'll would create time. Maybe I'll come over to Abuja and then we'll just sit. Yeah. And you know, have like conversations after I've gone around to see some of the buildings you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. And then we'll have a proper conversation. More, more than we've done now. Yeah. You just came on my podcast to take shade at my town, bro. Aside from that, I would like to make um, something clear. Okay. I just started this journey. <laughs> you said I have a lot of buildings. Da, da, da. You do. I just started this journey. And well, that's the thing. You, hopefully... walked, you think if you haven't worked on the kind of buildings you've worked on or the kind of projects you've worked on, I'll have you on my podcast because you're my brother. See this guy. <laughs> you will not be here. You will not be here. But yeah, I, I like that you're humble. It's It's great. Big ups, man. Big ups. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, be safe out there, all right? And I'm proud of you, though. Oh, hey. See, I had to put in that brother proudness plug inside. Yeah. See me, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, this is the end of the season one. 
um this is the <laughs> we've come to the end of this particular episode i uh, thank you very much for you know joining me on this journey um it hasn't been easy especially for me because i mean i left i left radio and then i came on to do this you would think it is it is easy but getting people on the podcast convincing them about the podcast that that bit was not too hard because of the radio experience and people already know you but getting everything together mm, not so easy not so easy at all but i encourage everybody that has an opinion a valid opinion to you know start a podcast start something that you can share those thoughts and opinions with people around the world you know now globally people would know what kind of edifices they're going to expect when they come to Kano and the north basically um we're going to try and check some other architecture and talk about some other states and their architecture next time we have adam on the show yeah so thank you again once again yeah thank you so much all right then that's it for season one make sure you watch this space for updates on season two thank you very much once again for joining me all the way from episode one till this point have a blessed day follow at mo usman underscore on twitter and do turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on anything